This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network. Perception Management here on Republic Broadcasting Network. I am Keith Rogers here in beautiful western Montana where it looks like falls in the air already. A couple days of rain, really cooling down now. Uh, thank you for joining us this morning. The phone lines are open. However, if you should call in, please remain on topic for this show. Thank you in advance. If you don't know the numbers by now, there's something wrong with you. <clears throat> anyway, today is Sunday, the 22nd day of August, 2021, show number 109. And today I have a, a theme for you. It's called the Agony of Defeat, and this kind of involves sports and war games. The problem in D.C., of course, is when you're running operations that you uh, they're kind of counterintuitive to other agendas that might uh, distract uh, one, and it makes one very clumsy as to the covert or over covert or overt operations. A case in point. This morning, I'm going to kind of throw, throw a, or try to tie in three stories, a Troyoka, if you want, uh, together for you. Uh, okay. Uh, but first, for an illustration, we have two U.S. sports teams in a stadium. The stadium is built by mill levies, consisting of what the costs of taxpayers of about, say, $250 million. The teams... Well, let's just call them the pedophiles versus the Christians. The stadium is packed. And in the game, there's only one side that will win, and the other side will lose. And so you basically have a 50-50 patriotic support on each side. Keep in mind that both teams are uniquely American. With that, Mr. Producer, clip A, please. to bring you the constant variety of sport, the thrill of victory, and the agony of defeat. 
I think of that meme that always shows that uh, it's always fun until someone gets poked in the eye, you know. There have been decades of national security policy that we are all too familiar with that takes many countless lives. Your sports announcers like Howard Cosell, uh, I'm dating myself, uh, we could equate that to, say, a play-by-play movies or moves to a TV news anchor like, say, Bill O'Reilly, who with their enthusiasm sound more to you like some stockyard auction as the announcer drives the price higher and higher until you hear him say, sold! Yes, in the latter, some sap bought an old rusty shovel to dig his own grave with. Hoorah. Cheering for your team as you sit there drinking a beer, wearing your favorite jersey or a hat, as you watch bones crush and the player is hauled off the field, and depending upon which team that you might be supporting, uh, this internally filled joy at the sight of that unconscious player, saddened only by the loss of the yards that that might get tacked onto your own team. However, as they say, there's no I in team. So as Bush said, you're either with us or you're against us. And now under Biden, we're all in this together. Yes, we're to be a team player. And I personally have not liked competitive sports, nor have I liked any of the other groups or to be in them either. I, like countless of billions of others, no doubt, would just like to live a few short years we all have on this planet and to be not bothered by others. That is, in this case, if you forgot one of the joys of, say, having freedoms. Perhaps uh, why others uh, immigrate here seeking that themselves. I mean, that's what the Statue of Liberty was for. And, of course, we're all met up by the, the constant barrage of immigrants, but we'll get into that. We meet up with others who perhaps enjoy the same things in life, and, and we form friendships out of that. So on my three stories, or the troika this morning, uh, those listening while I am having the producer play in order the next three clips, I'd like you to repeatedly punch yourself in the face. I'm kidding. However, if that were a policy, would you do it? So, Mr. Producer, could you please play clip one, two, and three? If you're vaccinated... You're not going to be hospitalized. You're not going to be in an ICU unit. We are pro-vaccine and pro-science, which is why we agreed to let Maddie and her two older brothers volunteer for the trial. And you're not going to die. 30 people a day dying from this vaccine. Adverse event reporting system, VAERS, is estimated by most people that follow it as being less than 1% of what actually happens. Folks, this is not about vaccines in general. In the four months of 2021, we've had more COVID-19 experimental vaccine deaths than all the vaccine deaths for the 15-year period between 1997 and 2013. What's your message to platforms like Facebook? They're killing people. I mean, it really, look, the only pandemic we have is among the unvaccinated. And 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 they're killing people. Why it's important to get vaccinated, why these vaccines are safe, why uh, they can still kill you. They can still kill you. Even if you are under the age of 27, we need to be clear and direct about our message. And you're not going to die. But this is not a pandemic. This pandemic is out of control. You know, we've lost more people in the United States, over 630 some thousand people than every major war we've ever fought in the United States of America. And that's come to a screeching halt for those who've been vaccinated. It really has, not a joke. 
This is overwhelming evidence to sustain that. And so what I say to people who are worried about a new pandemic is get vaccinated. If you're vaccinated, even if you do catch the virus, quote unquote, mm-hmm. like people talk about it in normal terms, you're an overwhelming. Not many people do. If you do, you're not likely to get sick. You're, probably- you're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Liar. Let's just say there's a vaccine that is approved and even distributed before the election. Would you get it? Well, I think that's going to be an issue for all of us. If and when the vaccine comes, and it's not likely to go through all the tests that needs to be and the trials that are needed to be done. When we finally do, God willing, get a vaccine, who's going to take the shot? Who's going to take the shot? You can be the first one to say, put me, sign me up. They now say it's okay. And the question of whether it's real when it's there, that requires enormous transparency. You got to make all of it available to other experts across the nation so they can look and see. So there's consensus. This is a safe vaccine. If the president announced tomorrow we have a vaccine, would you take it? Only if it was completely transparent that other experts in the country could look at it. Only if we knew all of what went into it. If Donald Trump can't give answers and administration can't give answers to these three questions, the American people should not have confidence. But if Donald Trump tells us that we should take it, I'm not taking it. And number three. Okay, guys, I'm going into Liberty Pharmacy. Uh, This is a small independence pharmacy, so we're going to see what an independent pharmacy will tell us about the package inserts. Let's see what happens. How are you guys? Fabulous. Um, do y'all get the vaccine here? We do. Okay, do you have the Moderna? I do. Um, the vial will be ready by 9 o'clock though. I'm not. Oh, for now. Very good. Very good. Um, I Can I see the package insert that came with it? And this is the Moderna vaccine? What? It doesn't have a package insert. It doesn't have a package insert. Mm-hmm. It just comes in a box of 10. Box of 10. Can I take a picture of this? Sure. Yeah, this is a thaw. That's why I'm letting it thaw. So. Okay, so you're letting it thaw. So this is the package insert. Yeah. That's Now, does, as a pharmacist, does that not bother you? Uh, now that you pointed it out, it, it seems odd, yeah. I mean. Because <laughs> that's like our holy grail for questions. Um, yeah, it's not FDA approved. I know, but they still have to show you what's in it because what if somebody's allergic to the whatever's in that? That they have to, by law, give you yeah. what's in there, sweetheart. I mean, your pharmacist. I know you're protected by the Prep Act. You can't. Nobody can sue you if they end up dead. But yeah. that, that that that's kind of fraudulent. I think. I mean, that is that is scary to me. Is that not scary to you guys? I mean, intentionally, I've never even intentionally that, blank. Yeah. Okay, you, I mean, yeah. you, you as a pharmacist, you're putting this in people's body, and you have no clue what's in it. That's true. I mean, I, I mean, how, how can no, but. do what? What do you mean, yes or no? <laughs> if it, it, it I, I mean, I'm speechless. And <laughs> look how many pages it, I know, they, they print out that many. I mean, look at that. I, I mean, I can't believe that. I can't believe this. But this is, um, and you guys keep it, um, what degrees? Because I remember it's something about the temperature has to be. Uh, for Moderna, it 
difference between negative two. I'm sorry, between two and eight degrees Celsius, and okay. then we can store it between. And y'all have a refrigerator that can do all that. Yeah. So the, that single vial has to be in its own fridge. The case has to be in its own fridge. I don't know. We're not opening it. Right. 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 And then you know not to shake this. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. I, I that just. I, honestly, the first question is asked about the package inside. We have like a questionnaire and like an online questionnaire that we have to go through without. All right. What he's referring to there is the massive wad of paper just says intentionally left blank. There is your informed consent. Anyway, the problem with the above clips just played there by our wonderful producer are one of the three issues we face today where the government that continues to lie to us and tries to mandate what we do or don't, much like I am free to go fishing, but I have to buy a permit to be free to do it. I have some good news this morning uh, on this show for once, and of course some may uh, accept that as good news and others might not, depending on which team you are supporting. The problem with Joe Biden is he has been so infatuated with getting this vaccine into every take the jab, take the jab, you know. But that's all this administration has been pushing. And this is why they are failing on their foreign policy. And even though I do not support what the United States is doing in Afghanistan, never have, never will. Remember Afghanistan, where the massive opium comes from, that's where the four big pharma outlets have killed over 400,000 Americans on another spectrum with the mass opiate problem, where they were paying doctors $40,000 each to create yet another crisis and oddly, they all tie back to the same tribe. Anyway, so as I said, I have some good news on this morning's show for once. And uh, I want to get into my next clip here. And again, uh, honestly, you know, you don't ever want to see your team lose, and for that matter, their country. But like in sports or the newscasters, you have all been sold a lie, so bear with me. And remember, Bill O'Reilly, support our troops or shut up. With that, clip number four, please. We have an obligation to every last victim of this illegal aggression because all of this carnage has been done in our name. Since World War II, 90% of the casualties of war are unarmed civilians, a third of them children. Our victims have done nothing to us. From Palestine to Afghanistan to Iraq to Somalia to wherever our next target may be, their murders are not collateral damage. They are the nature of modern warfare. They don't hate us because of our freedoms. They hate us because every day we are funding and committing crimes against humanity. The so-called war on terror is a cover for our military aggression to gain control of the resources of Western Asia. This is sending the poor of this country to kill the poor of those Muslim countries. This is trading blood for oil. This is genocide. And to most of the world, we are the terrorists. In these times, remaining silent on our responsibility to the world and its future is criminal. And in light of our complicity in the supreme crimes against humanity in Iraq and Afghanistan and ongoing violations of the UN Charter and international law, how dare any American criticize the actions of legitimate resistance to illegal occupation? Our so-called enemies in Afghanistan, Iraq, Palestine, our other colonies around the world, and our inner cities here at home are struggling against the oppressive hand of empire, demanding respect for their humanity. They are labeled insurgents or terrorists for resisting rape and pillage by the white establishment, but they are our brothers and sisters in the struggle for justice. 
The civilians at the other end of our weapons don't have a choice, but American soldiers have choices. And while there may have been some doubt five years ago, today we know the truth. Our soldiers don't sacrifice for duty, honor, country. They sacrifice for Kellogg, Brown, and Root. They don't fight for America, they fight for their lives and their buddies beside them because we put them in a war zone. They're not defending our freedoms. They're laying the foundation for 14 permanent military bases to defend the freedoms of ExxonMobil and British Petroleum. They're not establishing democracy. They're establishing the basis for an economic occupation to continue after the military occupation has ended. Iraqi society today, thanks to American help, is defined by house rates, death squads, checkpoints, detentions, curfews, blood in the streets, and constant violence. We must dare to speak out in support of the Iraqi people who resist and endure the horrific existence we brought upon them through our bloodthirsty imperial crusade. We must dare to speak out in support of those American war resistors, the real military heroes who uphold their oath to defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, including those terrorist cells in Washington, D.C., more commonly known as the legislative, executive, and judicial branches. Frederick Douglass said, those who profess to favor freedom and yet depreciate agitation, are people who want crops without plowing the ground. They want rain without thunder and lightning. They want the ocean without the roar of its many waters. The struggle may be a moral one, or it may be a physical one, or it may be both, but it must be a struggle. Power concedes nothing without a demand. It never has, and it never will. Every one of us, every one of us must keep demanding, keep fighting, keep thundering, keep plowing, keep speaking, keep struggling until justice is served. No justice, no peace. No peace. Sobering clip, isn't it? Just like all the shows I have done here with Perception Management was to show you a part of our country's history. Those announcers that have sold so many part of uh, our American exceptionalism. If, uh, if you can't see what's going on down in Australia right now, which is a coalition member of what they're doing, busting down doors, vaccinating children, killing children, putting children in stadiums, um, blackouts on news and stuff. And, of course, the people are finally rising up. But is this what those freedoms are that all these soldiers have allegedly fought and died for? Again, this is all about power. And, of course, there's those in our loving institutions called the, the government that loves to exert their power to, to kind of show that they have control of everything. I can't think of all the... Uh, I could sit here and actually probably think all day long exactly all the freedoms we've lost since 9-11, which was used to first invade Afghanistan. And then, of course, Iraq came with it blaming Saddam for, again, harboring al-Qaeda, who, which we know, the United States created under the great auspices of the Soviet warrior, bin Laden, was to push Russia out of Afghanistan, the graveyard of empires. However, I'm going to get on to a little bit of history to tie in the first part of this, with the second part. So stay tuned. We'll be right back here on Perception Management. Uh. 
Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge and knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. Hey gang, Patrick Slattery here with an important message that is pertinent to anyone who shops for groceries, eats food, or just has an inquisitive mind like myself. What I'm about to introduce you to is a segment of our food culture that has been kept so low profile to the American public that virtually no one is aware of how dominant it is on our refrigerator and cupboard shelves. What I'm talking about is the kosher certification industry and the new app, Koshertified, that delivers a comprehensive education on all aspects regarding this little-known practice. After reviewing this app, I found that it is useful for practically anyone who purchases food, regardless of their religious faith or identity. Its database of products not kosher certified is a win-win convenience for all food-conscious people. So why not check out thekosherquestion.com or click on the link at nationalbugle.com and see how modifying your grocery shopping with the Koshertified app can make a huge difference for your future. I've been waiting for something to happen For a week or a month or a year With the blood and the ink of the headlines and the sound of the crowd in my ear You might ask what it takes to remember When you know that you've seen it before Where a government lies to a people 
and a country is drifting to war. Welcome back, There's everyone. A shadow on the face. You're listening to Perception Management, where I don't care about politics. Anyway, uh, Chance in West Virginia. I see you've broken your bromance with Robert, and now you're coming back over here. How are you doing? Hello, Mr. Keith. I heard you just play Jackson Brown, one of my favorite musicians. He, uh, yep. he's, he's very heavy, very deep. Uh, he's up there in age, too. I uh, wonder when I'm going to see him in the papers soon, just like I've seen Tom T. Hall passed away. You heard about uh, that, have you? No, I didn't hear about Tom T. Hall, but he loved dogs, yep. and that was the only important thing. So, Yep, and what is he going to do with all those hogs? Remember that song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the reason I called is, you know, during this time of bizarro clown world, I came up with two two suggestions. When I'm around these damn communists and libtards, I go into uncontrollable fits of coughing to keep them the hell away from me. <laughs> and, and, and let them wonder if they're going to drop dead of COVID in, in three days. And then with the brain-dead moronic flag wavers, you know, I recommend the kill jab to them. That's how I handle them. I tell her what great I tell her what great wonders it has done for my health. How I could do eighty push-ups. Uh, how I could run around the block twenty times. I recommend them to get the kill jab. I'm getting so tired of both these two sides, both clowns. Uh, uh, and I I figured, you know, I might as well use it to my advantage. Uh, I think this is great for culling out the herd the herds. These idiots on both sides. You mentioned that Bill O'Reilly, another clown, Mr. O'Reilly. Meanwhile, he's a, a molesting young woman, too, wasn't he? Wasn't that jerk molesting young woman, too? Complaint uh, after complaint against that flag waiver? In that upper, at, at, yeah, in that upper echelon, it could have been a boy. Who knows, right? All pieces of crap on both sides of the aisle. Like I said, I'm so tired of arguing trying to make sense to these people. Uh, uh, I tell you, those are my two methods. Try it. Well, it's my, fun. It's fun. Well, on, I, on my, when I hear someone say they've been vaccinated, I just say, well, nice knowing you. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I recommend it. <laughs> well, that's what I, I mean. Say, they, I, they're not going to be around much longer anyway, so nice knowing you. <laughs> I saved the recommendation for the kill jab, for the for the rah-rahers the and the flag wavers, these idiots. And then when it comes to the other side of the aisle, the communist libtards, I cough my brains out. I make sure I cough my brain. And I don't go. That's very important. Remember that. Don't cover your mouth. <laughs> I'm telling you, Keith, it's getting so bizarre. We got a damn, listen to this. We got a damn pa- a pastor, mind you. And he belongs to the House of Delegates. He writes an article to the local paper. Listen to this bull crap. Uh, uh, people are dying. This is what he's, this is the title of the article. People are dying. He also belongs to the COVID task force. He knocks another delegate uh, because the other delegate says, uh, uh, get out of this brainwashing. This is a scandemic. So, in other words, this pastor, and that's a real nice guy. You know, you look at him impression, you say, what a nice guy. Clean cut, nice wife, nice kids. Twelve paragraphs in this damn article. Not one word of God. Not one word of revelation or maybe the mark of the beast, nothing. What does that tell you? I wouldn't be surprised if this clown belongs to the clergy response team who informs on his parishioners. I pity his parishioners. You know, uh, Chance, I just saw, I just saw, 
Chance, I just saw a leaked report here from the Jehovah's Witnesses how they are encouraging people to get the jab so they, they can continue their ministry and stuff. And then I found an article over there in the Israeli Times or the Jerusalem Post where it was like that, but Charles Taze Russell was an avid Zionist, and that's why they had the Zion's Watchtower. Yeah, BB yeah. was sitting there uh, just commending him for what he'd done for Zionism, like, a, you know. Well, it's true. They all want to kill us. Charles Taze Russell, along with Joseph Smith, another cult. They're all <laughs> Zionists. You're, you're quite the anti-advert today, you know that? So the other Mormon cult, too. Let's call it spade a spade. These are all cults. They're all leading. And what surprises me is this local pastor here. Was at Del you should see his picture. I'm telling you, Keith. Real nice guy. Nice haircut. Nice wife. Nice little kitties. Not one word of God. I said, who the hell is this guy kidding? You know, I, this is a delegate here, too, mind you. I mean, it just goes to shit. But you know what? All right. Hurry up. Hurry up. At this, at this stage of the game, I don't feel sorry for his parishioners. They're getting what they deserve. That's right. All right, we got to go, Chance. Take care. Thanks, Sean. Uh, Warren, we'll get you right after the break here, okay? There's a shadow on the faces of the men who fan the flames Of the wars that are fought in places But we can't even say the names They tell us the president the same way They sell us our clothes and our cars They sell us everything from youth to religion the same time they sell us our wars I want to know who the men in the shadows are I want to hear somebody asking them why They can be counted on to tell us who our enemies are But they're never the ones to fight and to die You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. While we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country, here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. Extendivite 7 Herb Formulation is approved to help maintain cardiovascular health and help lower blood lipid levels in adults. Extendivite is made from hawthorn, garlic, valerian, cayenne, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, and milk thistle. The herbs at Extendivite have been chosen for their ability to help with overall health. Many people have reported improved energy and stamina in just a few months. If you think you could feel just a little bit better, then Extendivite may just be for you. Extendivite is an all-natural supplement. 
Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. That's H-E-A-R-T-D-R-O-P.com. Extend your life with Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from simplycleanfoods.net, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Right now, Amazon Prime members will receive fast two-day shipping. Go to simplycleanfoods.net. That's simplycleanfoods.net. But do it today. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to the place where you get some honest information because I don't play politics. Warren in Montana. Hola, amigo. Bienvenidos, Estados Unidos. Yes, Keith. Um, we uh, I, I saw yesterday we had a somewhat rained out car show here is at this hotel in the Daily Interlake. I don't know if it was yesterday's or Friday's. Are you up in Flathead Valley? No, I'm up in Lincoln County. Lincoln? Oh, you're up there in the Eureka area, huh? Libby. Libby? Way up there, huh? Yeah. Yeah, God's country. 2.2 million acres. We border Idaho and Canada. 2.2 million acres of forest. Yeah, I got a friend who has a place. Like, I have a check friend who has a place in Troy. It's really beautiful, right down the Kootenai. Oh yeah, you tell me that you check on it every so often. Um, I've got a yeah, I've got a home there too, and actually two homes in Troy as well. Yeah. Um, what do we? Um, I was at the car show here. We got somewhat rained out, and at the hotel I saw um, the Daily Interlake. It was either yesterday's or Friday's. Did you hear uh, the front page says that article Montana made we're the first state to pass legislation outlawing the um, uh, employers making us making their employees uh, get jabbed. They're, they're outlawing a mat. What do Good. We call it? We're the employer. Yeah, we're the first state to pass that. It's on the front page of the Daily Interlake. So we made history here. Good. I've been picking on Senator so, Tester and stuff like that, so. Oh, I see. Yeah, so now everybody's going to want to move. Already everybody wants to move to Montana. Now it's going to be um, last six months here, the driver's licensing, they've had uh, at least 500 or more 
out-of-staters within two months uh, turn in their IDs and, and uh, re-register. Yeah, I have, to a, I have a friend in, uh, in real estate. He says in uh, our county here alone, it's 10 homes a, a week that are selling. Oh, yeah. Well, usually here just in, in the Libby area, not Troy, there's 160, 180 homes on the inventory. Well, last summer down got down to 10. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, the only thing I don't yeah. like about that is if they're coming from California, they're bringing all their druggy kids and stuff. My daughter just got hooked up with one of these guys, and she's in jail too. So I don't know what the hell's going on nowadays. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, everybody wants to move to Montana, and it's um, the property manager here ha- had over eighty eight zero. Paid applications, just people wanting to get on the list to rent a home, and of course they don't have nothing. Right. So. All right. Well, hey Warren, I got a whole bunch of stuff here. So uh, anything else? Uh, I'll move on because I got another caller here yeah, too. Yeah, the previous previous show, I, I tried calling in. There's a, a article um, on Wikipedia. Uh, it's a it's a short breakdown uh, of the. Um, it's 25 pages of the protocols of the Zionist, of the elder Zionist. Yeah. Elders of Zion, has yeah. 24, yeah, one page has 24, um, the 24 uh, um, protocols. Uh, interesting. So so it's a, just information. Yeah, I, I, I like the 10 stages of genocide because I think we're at number seven right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, When they come for your dogs, that's when you start fighting. That's all I can tell you. Yeah. Anyway, Warren, I'm going to go ahead and let you go there because I, I got to get another caller here. Or so, but I do appreciate you calling in from up there. Okay. All right. Best to you, Andy in Texas. Hey. Uh, well, it's, it's good that I can get on. I'll, I'll be very brief. I know you got a, a full schedule. Um, when you mentioned uh, George W. Bush, and he said, "If you're not with us, you're with the terrorists." Well, he also yep. says some uh, very, very uh, telltale to where we're at now, too. He also said that uh, um, the terrorists hate us for our freedoms. Yeah, well, that's right. Yeah. And so, and then naturally, what did he do? They put out the Patriot Act, the NDAA, the NDRP, all this stuff to take our freedoms away. And look where we're at now. They're steady taking our freedoms away. So does that mean there's going to be no more terrorists? Well, that's like that's like uh, when they didn't pass the Patriot Act two, everyone said, "Oh, that's good news." But in subsequent bills, they started passing which ones they had in the Patriot Act two, on down the line. So they're all in there. Yeah, so it's overtaken our Constitution. I'll let you go with that. Get back to your show, Chief. All right, sounds good. Yeah, uh, Bill Cooper had a good line about Schumer there. So uh, anyway, all right. Hey, uh, thanks for calls there, and I'll get onto my show here. So. Uh, with that, I want to, again, we're going to tie in this troika of what's going on here. But we have to talk about this power. The United States is losing its soft power, and it leads one to worry about what's going on. There's a lot of anti-Russian propaganda, a lot of anti-Chinese propaganda. And all the United States had to do was basically do business. But no, they do it by hook or by crook, like a mafia. So... With that, let's get into the trials of Henry Kissinger. If you haven't watched this uh, video, you should here. But uh, 
I'm going to get into this, and I'm going to show you how power is, is assumed and how they have to keep control of it. So with that, Mr. Producer, clip five. When well, Harper's Magazine this month, there's an article called The Case Against Henry Kissinger, The Making of a War Criminal. Explain, Christopher. I think he's a war criminal. Yeah, look at it I think he's a liar. I think he's responsible for kidnapping, for murder. My own view is that if we held Henry Kissinger to the standards we have begun to hold other leaders, other policymakers, and the standards to which we held policymakers in Germany and in Japan after World War II, yes, Kissinger ought to be the subject of an international tribunal, ought to be the subject of a legal process in the United States and elsewhere. What are we to make of these accusations? Henry Kissinger is the recipient of the Nobel Peace Prize and the most famous American diplomat in history. Yet, armed with recent evidence, his critics claim that some of his past actions amounted to crimes against humanity. In a new climate of international justice, a re-examination of Kissinger's career may be in order. The important thing before people die or go senile like Pinochet is to punish them, to provide retribution for the victims, a sense uh, that they haven't or their relatives haven't died in vain, and to provide a deterrent to make uh, dictators, tyrants, uh, cruel people, be they generals or national security advisers, now think that if they take the wrong course and abuse their power, they may be held to and may be punished uh, at some time in the future. Well, if I asked myself why I began my investigation into Henry Kissinger, it would go back as far as when um, I realized that he was a frightened man because I became aware that he was personally frightened by the consequences of the arrest of General Pinochet. When the news of that hit, he instantly thought, could I be next? Good evening. The former dictator of Chile, General Augusto Pinochet, has been arrested by police in London. The 82-year-old general is being held at the request of the authorities in Spain, who accuse him of the murder of Spanish citizens when he was in power. In 1998, the front page of the New York Times announced that in cooperation with the case against General Pinochet, the U.S. government would release classified documents revealing American involvement in killings and torture in Chile. Kissinger may have received the news with some concern, as suggested by a phone call with his publisher, Michael Corder. Uh, it's Mr. Corder for Dr. Kissinger. Henry, hi, how are you? No, no, I wasn't calling out of impatience. I was calling only to say that you're getting all the publicity you would want in the New York Times, but not the kind that you'd want. Um... I also think it's very, very dubious for the administration to simply say, yes, they'll release these papers. He, this is a Spanish judge appealing to an English court about a Chilean head of state. So it's, it, yeah, but also Spain has no ra rational jurisdiction over events in Chile anyway, so that it, it makes absolutely no sense. The day the British police, an arm of state power, go out to the house of Augusto Pinochet and declare him under house arrest is a victory for an idea about the protection of the right of all peoples. Michael Tiger is a renowned litigator 
with a special interest in human rights and universal standards of justice. So that's, that's our basis. Now the next question is, well, who are we going to sue? Tiger thinks that Henry Kissinger may have reason to be concerned about the new precedent set by the events surrounding the Pinochet arrest in London. You know, here's this magistrate that everybody thought he's a good friend of Maggie Thatcher and he's just going to toss the case out, right? Well, he writes one law for one world. That's what he wrote in his judgment. For me, i tell you something. The most dramatic moment of the hearing about Pinochet was the testimony of the Scotland Yard officer. On such and such a date, I was handed a warrant and I went to a house. 11.30, I was shown in. And I went in and I turned right. I then went into a room and I saw a man that I recognized as the prisoner. Prisoner, isn't that a great room? The prisoner. And I walked up to him and he stood. And I said, Augusto Pinochet Ugarte, I arrest you, sir, for the crimes of conspiracy and torture. And I tell you, I thought, busted. Busted. Kissinger's busted. admirers point to his impact as a global strategist. During the Cold War era, he saw international diplomacy as a grand game of finding the right balance between opposing superpowers. I think that Kissinger's greatest accomplishment was a triangular diplomacy in which he was able to balance China off against the Soviet Union and have America retain a role in the world after Vietnam when it would have been natural for us to retreat. Kissinger's critics charged that his worldview blinded him to the human cost of the Cold War. Recently released documents reveal episodes in Indochina, Indonesia and Chile where Kissinger may have needlessly sacrificed human lives to pursue strategic goals. Well, notice how China and Russia was in there, <coughs> Soviet Union was mentioned in there. All that for naught. The sports teams are changing again. What side are you on? Well, as that clip mentioned, were the crimes authorized by Kissinger that cost the lives of countless millions of innocent people's lives. You know, if there's any of you Vietnam veterans out there, you may have a wall. But from that war, there's not enough marble to inscribe the names of those killed in that other's quest for power, I'll tell you. Nothing to denigrate you, though. Everyone's lied to. You can apply that also to today's vaccine agenda, where many today are asking, what in the hell is in that vaccine that they're pushing it so that so many people get it? Well, the International Bank of Settlements told us that. That's the new passport. No vaccine, no passport, no passport, no money. How many lives have to be lost, the injured or disabled, so that a passport and a new digital banking system can be installed that in and of itself is still based on a fiat money system with nothing backing that currency, except, of course, our becoming slaves to the fourth industrial revolution that wasn't voted on by Earth's people, uh, but is being installed whether we like it or not. Is that a democracy that all these soldiers allegedly fought and died for? By the way, you should know, uh, if you have the time, you should watch the full series of The Trials of Henry Kissinger. It's on YouTube. Uh, with that, Mr. Producer, clip number six. Soon find an unlikely route to power through the Vietnam War. No account of the Indochina Wars is complete without the name of Henry Kissinger. It's one of those occasions where the will to power of an individual really counts as a historical fact. 
By 1968, Kissinger had visited Vietnam three times and had become an advisor to the Johnson administration. His impression was that the war was unwinnable, but that a withdrawal of U.S. forces would damage American credibility. Accordingly, I shall not seek... To devote his full attention to finding peace in Vietnam, President Johnson decided not to run for re-election in 1968. Johnson's withdrawal left Vice President Hubert Humphrey to face Richard Nixon. Nixon promised that if elected, he would bring an honorable and just end to the war. I would not use atomic weapons in Vietnam. I would not invade North Vietnam. And incidentally, I would not invade any of the other countries in the area of Vietnam. In Paris, representatives of the Johnson administration were negotiating with the North Vietnamese in an effort to end the war. We had been in Paris since May of 68, and we got nowhere. Because, in retrospect, there was only one issue. Was the United States going to get out and be defeated? And nobody was prepared to say, yes, we've lost the war, it's over. Yeah, we've lost the war and it's over. Well, does that remind you of anything about Afghanistan? You know, this is where people need to stop playing their games. It's, it's sad to see your team lose, but uh, as they say with failures, it, that it builds character. Everything Nixon said was a flat lie. Remember, he was a card player. Some hand, right? Uh, as well as there's audio where Nixon mentioned even dropping an atomic bomb on Vietnam. I was going to get that, but I had to do some search into my files here. But uh, he did allow the illegal invasion called Mission Creep into Cambodia. And, of course, that Mission creeped into Laos. And, of course, the CIA was having a blast with Air America and stuff. But, you know, that's... Uh, that's what's called pockets, you know, of the VC. That's what they were going after. And, of course, Cambodia was a neutral country. The United States ended up like a snake eating its own tail. And with the images of Saigon, where today it's, you know, we, we, we can remember vividly the embassy staff were being airlifted out of, out of the roof there after destroying all the papers. And funny, I think about this because uh, it's the same scenarios you saw over in Afghanistan. But... Uh, all I can think of is how the Nazis, too, in all of these German war films that we see how, as the Germans withdrew, they sat there burning all their papers and stuff. Why? Because this would be the total evidence of war crimes, crimes against humanity. Um, so we're going to, here in just a second, after my break here, <clears throat> we're going to look at America for a few minutes. And uh, this is going to involve a few uh, details that sure piss a lot of people off. And out of this, none of us seem to benefit from that. And I'm getting some bleed over from somewhere, and I'm not sure what it's from. But, but um, this uh, this snake eating its own tail has it seems like it's been this way because wars aren't meant to be won; they're protracted wars to sell countless billions of dollars in arms, to waste uh, uh, flesh and blood, and of course, depopulation agenda. Because if a soldier's out there. He's not home having sex. We'll be right back. 
Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you, and your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows too. EaseOff LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. Welcome back, everyone. Begins. I have a short time here. I need to get into this. So uh, anyway, now I'm not going to offend anyone, I hope, by saying this. But, uh, you know, with mass immigration or purging of the white race, with a constant influx of Muslims, Hispanics, as well as blacks from Africa, while there's nothing wrong with those type of people, this country has laws. And, of course, where today in America, we, who for the most part, are not involved in crimes, and we just want our freedoms and the application of the Constitution restored and our full rights to be upheld 
and are now being demonized by our own law enforcement as terrorists. Listening to Biden talk about white supremacy, that MFR has been behind all these wars which have killed so many millions of people, and he talks about us. And then you'll notice on these so-called war crimes, it's so easy to convict someone who's Hispanic or a black guy from uh, Africa like that, but you never see anyone in the United States going to jail or being uh, indicted for their war crimes. But everything that we see has been tried and tested in foreign lands, and now the chickens have come home to roost. Yes, what's been done to others is now being done to us. So with that, Mr. Producer, clip number seven. We must never forget that Yugoslavia was founded on an idea. And the idea was that all the peoples of the Southern Slavs, with all their cultural differences, their national origins, their ethnic origins, their religious histories, could live together in peace. That was the idea of Yugoslavia. And from World War I to World War II, they lived together with less violence than at any time before that. And from World War II until almost 1990, they lived with the greatest stability and peace and prosperity of any time in their history in these last centuries. And the United States determined to demolish Yugoslavia. And it acted systematically over a period of more than 15 years to accomplish it. It began supporting ethnic cleansing in Kosovo in the early 1980s. We should never forget that. You can look it up again in the New York Times from 1981-1982. After the riots at Christina University, more than 20,000 Serbs were purged from Kosovo. And it was clear that the whole purpose at that time was to make that an entirely Muslim state. And that was only the beginning. More than 150,000 were purged from there. From the rest of Yugoslavia, from the republics to the north, more than a million and a half Serbs were purged. 600,000 from Kraina alone. Purged. If you want to put it that way, I don't think it's cleansing, I think it's purging. And we know who directed it. The United States government directed it. Read Richard Holbrook's book about how to end the war by killing everybody. That's it. We'll be right back, everyone. Stay tuned and we'll get on to the crux of the show. Everybody knows the good guys lost. Everybody knows the fight was fixed. The poor stay poor, the rich get rich. That's how it goes. Everybody knows. Everybody knows that the boat is leaking. Everybody knows the captain lied. Everybody got this broken feeling like their father. Hey, honey, I'm home. I grabbed the newspaper on the way home. Look at all the news today. The newspaper? 
Don't you know that all you're going to get in the newspaper is propaganda, twisted news, and false information? Honey, this is a national newspaper. It has to be true. Ha! For some reason, a majority of the population believe anything the mainstream media tells them. The newspaper does not give out the important attention on what's happening to this country and news that affects our daily lives. Say, does that newspaper mention anything about the North American Union? No, not that I can see. I didn't think so. You need to go to www.newswithviews.com, where truth is more important than political correctness. That's www.newswithviews.com. Hey, don't throw that away. We can use that in the birdcage. Okay, move over. Let me start reading newswithviews.com. The truth? Read all about it at newswithviews.com. Newswithviews.com, where reality shatters illusion. Newswithviews.com.